0: Because the hoss goes in front of the wagon, not vice versa. At least that's how it's done around these parts, and the hoss's tracks are headed west, as any damn fool with half an eye could see. Hell, you're starting to sound like old Barnabas, Flintlock said. Sam, he should have taken a stick to you when you were a yunker, Glover said. I'd say that much is real obvious. He did plenty of times. You deserved it. Then, after I got big enough and mean enough to kick his ass, I guess Barnabas decided I didn't deserve it no more. That I'd have to see for my own self. Barnabas could whoop his way to Bobcats, and he was meaner than a low wolf and sneaky with it. Well, it happened." Flintlock said, just like I said it did. I never trusted a mountain man to be out of the fight until after I scunned him and tanned his hide for a shirt. I just showed Barnabas the error of his ways. "Show you say, Glover said. He was a skinny old man with a gray beard and an eagle feather in his hat. He wore beaded buckskins that were new when Davy Crockett was a yunker, and Nez Perce moccasins. "'Flintlock let his annoyance simmer for a while, "'then said in a reasonable enough tone, "'Tether your mule over yonder by my buckskin, "'then set and eat.' "'I always say that there's no better grub "'than sow belly bacon "'between two slices of fried-sourdough bread,' "'Glover said, wiping grease off his mouth "'with the back of his hand. "'That's what you always say, huh?' "'Flintlock said. "'Sure do.' Glover accepted the makings from the younger man and began to build a cigarette. Then without looking up he said, I don't think you stole my lumber. Well, that's good to know, Flintlock said. Kind of makes a man feel good all over, don't it? The old man tossed the makings back to Flintlock. I'm building a house, Samuel, he said. What kind of house? Big house. How big? Two stories tall, with a parlor and maybe... Three bedrooms. Flintlock used a brand from the fire to light a cigarette. That's how come your sawn lumber got stole. Glover nodded. That's a real brilliant deduction, Sammy. Yup. Stole from right under my nose, up on Rock Creek yonder, south of the Sands boys. You're a crazy old coot, Dave. Letting folks steal your lumber for a house you shouldn't be building in the first place. How come that, Sammy? Why are you building a house where there never was a house afore and probably never will be again? Except for mine, Glover said, behind a blue coil of cigarette smoke. I know I'm going to regret this, but tell me why, Flintlock said. Why what? The reason you're building a big house in a damned wilderness. All righty then, Sammy. But first, let me say something. Glover said, "'And I don't want to hurt your feelings, mind, but you ain't going to like this. you being so sensitive and all.' "'I don't get hurt easily.' The old man sighed as though he was real sad about what he had to say. "'Well, gee, you just ain't attractive to women. So there are some things you just don't understand. I'm sorry, but that's the way of it with you. I mean—' You got that great big beak of a nose and a mustache hanging under it like a dead rat, and I catch your drift, Flintlock said, testy as hell. Glad you do. Why are you building a house, my question in the first damn place. Me? I'm a handsome feller, Sam'l, and when I cut a dash, the ladies go wild. The thing is, though, I'm plumb tired of fighting them off, so I plan to settle down with just one woman, a nice fat gal who'll take good care of me and be the queen of my Castle on the Creek. Glover stared at Flintlock, his eyes glittering in the firelight. That's how it's going to be, Sammy. Dave, how old are you? Seventy? Eighty? I don't rightly know. Well, You're too old a tomcat to be playing around with kitlins. Miss Maybelline Bell don't think so. Who the hell is she? Lady, I got all picked out already, and she's more'n willing. Miss Maybelline was happy to take my gauge l'amour, a nice silver ring with a blue stone on it. How old is she, this gal who's touched enough in the